The coronavirus has slammed businesses of all kinds, including fitness clubs. Will gyms and fitness centers survive the pandemic? Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Nick Rizzo is the fitness research director of the website runrepeat.com, and he was the author of a study that examined the health of fitness clubs in the wake of COVID-19 and the lockdowns. Nick, let's start with the headline, what percentage of Americans have returned to their fitness clubs so far this year? All we've had so far that have returned has been about 29.28%, so less than a third have gone back to their gym so far. And when we asked, what's your plans moving forward? We found about 42% of people felt like they had plans to try and go back to the gym moving forward. And again, that's always kind of day-to-day as the situation develops. So this all changes as the story develops as well. Do we know what the reasons are that people are reluctant to go back? Is it because they are unable to because of lockdowns, gyms are not open, or is it because they're simply afraid? I think people fall into a couple different categories. The obvious one is we're afraid to go back to the gym a little bit. We're not sure if it's worth necessarily the risk of not only ourselves and our own health, but then potentially putting other people that we love and care about at risk. And so over this pandemic, people for the first time have been forced to try and learn how to exercise and be active without the gym. Not that people have never done that before, but now you couldn't do it now. And so people were forced to try and do that. And some people were finding new ways that they enjoy better, that they haven't tried before that for some are more effective. Gyms banked on their members, the large majority of them not coming to the gym. And so people are already not successful with the gym. And so with people getting this experience now and being in lockdowns and starting new habits to be active, I think a lot of people are finding out that they may not nearly need the gym. And so I think people kind of fall in those two categories. And others are just, they haven't gone back. They may not be having success now, but they also don't want to keep spending money for the gym if they're not going to go back anytime soon either. These overall numbers of how many people are willing or have returned to fitness centers, they're worse than expected, right? Yeah. Originally, during the lockdowns, we originally asked people whether or not they planned on going back when the gyms originally reopened. That number was shocking to me is that we saw only about less than half of people, it was about 46% of people said they would be going back when they reopened. And what we see now, up until this point, is only about 30%. So not only has less people gone back since, but the caseloads that we're at now is worse, if not getting worse, than when they were during the lockdowns. And so with this trajectory, it doesn't provide a good feeling for gyms and the gym community and the gym industry. Knowing we're going into the later months of the year and into the new years where they typically see their biggest growth in memberships. From a business standpoint, do you think that most gyms will be able to survive with only 30% of their normal cash flow? That's interesting, too, is that, you know, with 30% of people saying they weren't going to go back, we've already had about 21% of people cancel their gym memberships already. And with that, there was another 36% who said they were actively considering canceling. And so that's that period we're in now is seeing what happens with this other 36%. And that question that you ask is, can they sustain? I think that's what everyone's been trying to do is let's just try to survive the pandemic. And at this point, the outlook looks a little bit more grim when we realize that this could be lasting very well deep into 2021. This isn't a three to six month thing. Now we're getting to the point where there are gyms starting to close and there are a lot of gyms that are at risk of closing permanently. If they can't keep their memberships or find a way to engage the members they already have and get them to pay more for additional services or things they can provide on a one-on-one situation or, or digitally. And if they can't get more people to sign up and keep the new year a healthy growth in membership, it's going to be very difficult for a large majority of gyms to stay profitable and to stay open long term. 
And I'll add that the increasing rates of positive tests seem likely to cause new lockdowns of gyms in the not-too-distant future. That's the feeling that I'm getting, and I've had that fear since the beginning. And even though I've shared that fear with other people in the fitness industry, and it's been very much a, no, there's no way, like, everyone needs gyms. And that's the reality of the situation. Like you pointed out, we're moving towards a point where we're hitting peaks worse than we were before. It's not going to be an easy situation for any business, never mind just gyms. And we should know this is a genuine health concern alongside COVID-19, that if people do not exercise, that's obviously another serious health problem. Yeah, people not exercising is never a great thing. And I think that's been the point of focus as to why gyms should be open. At the same time, people weren't exercising already. And if you're a gym owner, what you should be doing now is helping all the members who don't come to your gym or don't feel comfortable coming back have a means to stay active and have support to be active and guidance on how to work out at home. Providing a digital solution or live streaming classes from personal trainers at your gyms can help them do that and be active without having to come back to the gym. Nick Rizzo, the fitness research director from the website runrepeat.com. Thank you very much for joining us today. My pleasure, Roy. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this week's show. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.